are back once again. Welcome, everybody, to the ROI Podcast, presented by the Indiana University Kelly School of Business here on the IUPUI campus. I'm Shane Simmons, and with me I have my good friend, Phil Powell, who's the Associate Dean of Academic Programs here at the Kelly School. Phil, how you doing? Shane, good to be back, and good to be here to talk about this wonderful story of another innovative company. You know, Phil, over the last several episodes, we've been talking about companies who are being disruptive in their space in one way or another. Well, that's no different today, and this particular episode is really interesting because we're talking to a company who is embracing failure among their employees. And so you might be thinking, embracing failure, what does that mean? Well, they are allowing people to make mistakes, and they're not punishing that. Instead, they're using it as a lesson for them to learn and to grow and to take risks to ultimately help the company succeed. It's really fascinating stuff. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode. Shane, there's a lot you can say about a culture and what impact it has on the company as a whole. And right away, I think companies like Google, Facebook, Apple, Nike, some of those really big brands, you associate them with a unique culture. And indeed, the culture is part of their success. In many cases, they've become big names simply because of the cultural foundation that was planted years and years and years ago. You're exactly right. And to all of you listening out there, this works. Creating a culture may seem like one of those touchy-feely subjects that managers talk about but never really act on, but there's a real correlation between culture and growth, as Phil mentioned with some of those big brands he was just talking about. And Shane, it's, it's about success in the intangibles. If we bring this back home, there are a couple of young entrepreneurs on the south side of Indianapolis who took this concept who took this lesson about what drives success of creating a winning culture to heart. And not surprisingly, they've seen massive results. My my wife Angie and I co-founded OneClick together out of our home office. And uh, we started with uh, selling letters to Santa Claus. Meet Randy Stockland, co-founder and CEO of OneClick Ventures, an e-commerce company based in Greenwood, Indiana, just south of Indianapolis, with a really inspiring startup story. Uh, This was the holiday season of 05. And we were looking for something entrepreneurial to do online, and we found this Santa Letter company in Santa Claus, Indiana, of all places. And this company was offering personalized letters from Santa Claus to children. And they were taking care of all the fulfillment, so that was attractive to us because we wouldn't have inventory and it would allow us to dip our toes in, into digital marketing and learn how to promote a product online. So, so we did that and uh, we earned somewhere in the neighborhood, my wife and I can't remember the exact amount, but somewhere in the neighborhood of one, or two, one to two thousand dollars in revenue that year. And we thought we had hit the lottery. So they started with letters from Santa. Again, back to the intangibles, right? And they bumped it up a notch. So that led us to looking for other online businesses that we could run. And we found this Santa, or we found this sunglasses business in Tampa, Florida, Sunglass Warehouse, which is one of the three brands in our portfolio today. We pulled money from savings and we purchased that business and three or four days later we had sunglasses shipped to our home. The first year we had the business, we, uh, we, we, were, we were thrilled with the results. We grew the business uh, 
about 4x from what the, the previous owner was doing in terms of revenue. And then the second year, we, we grew at 4x, 4 to 5x again. And that's when we looked at each other and said, okay, we're on to something here. Wait a minute. They grew four times two years in a row? That is crazy. Randy and his wife learned a valuable lesson during this time. So we quickly learned that people make or break a business. Uh, for us, it, our business has always been very people-centric. One of our core values is our people matter most. Shane, the Stocklands and One Click Ventures had created unquestionably a winning culture. And that was just the beginning of a great story to come. The culture at One Click is unlike any culture I've experienced before. It's fun, it's competitive, it's challenging, it's unique. I think the culture here is uh, creative, it's fun, it's welcoming. It's a very relaxed atmosphere, but always productive. People are always joking with each other, but they continue to get things done. And it's we hire the right people, we get those people in the right seats on the bus, and then making sure that we're relentless about how we support folks. So they, they have the right tools, the right training, uh, the right leadership to be successful. And that's not always easy to do, especially a company that's that's growing three, four, five X a year. Um, but, but we've worked really hard to do that and we're far from perfect, uh, but we've, we've put some things in place over time that's, think, that's allowed us to scale. So I toured OneClick with Phil when we were recording this interview and I can tell you it's not at all what you would expect from a Midwest company. And what I mean by that is, the CFO and the CEO were both wearing shorts. They're wearing flip-flops when they greeted us. So it's not the traditional suit and tie type business. So when Randy would give us a tour, this is something else that stood out to me. He'd make sure to say hi to every one of his employees that he would pass by. And you could tell there was a real level of respect there from both the manager and the team member. It was really awesome to see. So Shane, I also noticed what you're talking about. This unique approach, something that's especially unique for the Midwest. It's very laid back, but at the same time, the organization is disciplined. They're goal and metric driven. There's no question about it. They are data wizards. They love analytics. But the team is on board with that mindset, with that hard analysis forming part of what is a laid back culture. And every month, they do something that keeps morale high. It's a great combination of the soft and the hard. We have a core value award that we hand out on a monthly basis uh, at the at the all company meeting. So in front of everyone, we uh, the, the person they're all peer nominated awards. So we have team members read their nominations in front of the rest of the company to provide an example of someone that's living up to to a value that we highlight each month. And on the flip side. There's another award One Click began handing out every month. This was an award that rewarded failure. Oh boy, I like where this is heading. Yes, Randy explains its purpose. The award that, that we've rolled out this year that I find really interesting, and hopefully other, other companies are doing this across the country, but learning from, learning from failures is an important part of growing. And uh, some people view, I think, failure in a negative light. Here, we embrace it. So we, we rolled out. Now, it can't be 
hey, we agreed on these set of goals or we agreed on this deadline and it didn't get done. That's not the type of failure we're talking about. We're talking about failure where people are taking a risk to make the business better. And that's failure that when it goes well, we obviously celebrate it, but we want to celebrate it when, when those things, when those risks don't go as well as expected. So we, we rolled out a lame duck award. And so it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a stuffed duck, it's a stuffed animal. And it has a, it has a one-click branded t-shirt and, and a pair of glasses. It goes to the, the winner of the award each month, so it, it gets, gets moved around Rotates. the office. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a rotating duck. And that award has been very well received by the team. And it's the dialogue, I've noticed, the dialogue is vastly different this year than in prior years around taking risk and taking risks to make the business better. <laughs> that's great. This is a company that's truly embracing growth because without failure, you can't have growth. You, you don't take those risks when you're afraid of having that failure and getting in trouble or paying for the consequences later. Now, there is a difference between taking a risk and failing versus just messing up on your job. But here's how those two can be related. If you embrace a culture that can take risks, can occasionally fail on those, and then you embrace that, when the time comes where somebody does mess up, that embedded culture can have an impact on how that employee owns their mistake. And Randy has a, an example of that here. So Amazon accounts for... I mean, it's a relatively small percentage of our overall revenue, but we sell products on Amazon. It's a legitimate revenue stream for us. And one of our team members made an honest mistake that resulted in that revenue stream being shut down temporarily. We have it baked into our plan and our budget, and now it's gone. That is a huge problem. The direction I went first was like, hey, I need to fully understand the problem. So I, I listened, asked, tried to ask as many questions as I could come up with to understand the problem. Like, okay, how did we go from this Amazon this being this growing channel to being shut down overnight? He then understood it. He didn't have a clear picture as to how that happened previously. But once we, once we stepped through the situation, he had, a, he had a very good understanding of what happened. This is unacceptable. It, it can never happen again. But beyond that, he had so much ownership and cared so much about the success of this particular channel and the company that he did whatever he possibly could do to get it fixed. And the team, he along with one other team member, they worked practically around the clock for two weeks to get this problem resolved. And ultimately, Amazon came back and it was fine. Anytime folks make mistakes around here, there's so much ownership around their roles and their responsibilities and the, and the, and the success of the company that you don't need to have a lot of difficult conversations to get people to, to, to behave in a certain way. So let's wrap all this up. Culture is just as important as sales, as accounting, as operation. It's a vital pillar to a company's success. Even though you can't see it, you can't touch it, it's the, it's the ultimate intangible. If you want to improve your culture, think about what Randy is doing. Maybe you can't go with a really relaxed dress code, but you can implement some of these things Randy has suggested. I think 
there's a lot of value in what we just heard from, from Randy here because a lot of times as managers, we can get caught up in the day-to-day where we're focused on the metrics, we're focused on the goals, performance, but in order to meet those and surpass those and grow, you have to have that underlying foundation when that's where culture comes into place. You have to have all of your team members on board. So managers, be thinking about this as you are improving yourself and your business and your employees. Embrace the little failures. Have people learn from that because at the end of the day, you're going to reap the rewards. And we've seen that right here in Indianapolis. And Shane, it comes down to making your business a great place to work. If your employees look forward to coming to work each day, they feel empowered, they feel like they can own their decisions, they understand what the organization is about, that can double, triple, quadruple productivity. And that's why culture is so powerful. And sadly enough, that's going to bring us to the end of this episode of the ROI Podcast. We would like to give a special shout out to Randy Stockland and the entire team over at One Click Ventures. Thank you so much for having us. What a fascinating place to see in person. You can subscribe to the ROI Podcast from the Indiana University Kelly School of Business on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And definitely leave us a review on iTunes. That would help us out a lot. And we would love to know what kind of topics you would like us to cover in the future as well. So be sure to get on iTunes and leave us a review. In the meantime, we will talk to you next week.